You're listening to the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to our computer radio show. See, this is the Classic Gamers Guild Podcast because, you know, it is. I, I, let's not get into explaining why things are or aren't it. This is, this is going great. Just remember, before we really get into today's episode, that this is free, you know? So, (laughs) (laughs) but today we're talking, right, you know, just a voluntary payment thing. Anyways, today we're talking 1991, all the the classic games from then. Right, and it's just you and I because unexpectedly we have just become a slightly smaller podcast for one day because Rick, uh, if you don't mind me saying, went on a really long bike ride and probably fell asleep. So have a good sleep, Rick, and we'll be fine. Yes, he's he's probably having an adorable little dad nap on the couch and... (laughs) The kind of dad nap where, like, when when you say, "Are you sleeping?" They always like, "No, huh? I wasn't sleeping." Like, <laughs> we we all know you. It's been like an hour. Yeah. No, you've. They've never sleep ever. I'm, ever. I'm also picturing Rick with the with a distasteful mustache and New Balance shoes. For anybody else who wants to join me on this delightful visual. Um, Since it's a podcast, I can imagine they'll be able to do that. Yes. Yeah. All right, so so we're talking we're talking about 1991 in in video games because it's it's an amazing year and it's the year we picked. We were gonna do 1988 Eight. and yeah, and we didn't. So that's the origin story yeah. of the episode. But shout out to King's Quest Four, right? Yep. I mean, at least yeah. there's there's actually a pretty some pretty good notables in 1988. If we were to have talked about it, which we're not, Gold Rush is also in there. Yes, exactly. And if we were to continue to talk about it, which we're not, Police Quest Two was also in it, and we're just like, let's let's not do it because I'll I know I'll just end up telling everybody about the Japanese Police Quest Two thing <laughs> again. <laughs> oh, gee, and, how did that come up? <laughs> and honestly, it's it's not much fun to talk about Gold Rush when Rick's not here. So, no, you know, no, we're, we're going as antagonistic. Yeah. yeah. 91 was good, though. I mean, 91 actually gave me, because I played everything horribly out of order, it gave me my first Space Quest game, which was Space Quest 4. Right. Now, was that the first Space Quest game you played? Mm-hmm. It actually okay. was. I, I never, like, I'd seen about the series in the books, but I'd never played any of them at all. So my dad came home with this one, and I'm like, oh, man, this game looks amazing. And I was right. It was freaking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, so for that's that's a lot of people's favorite for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I, I just I love all the, the Space Quest games. It's, it's it gets harder and harder each each year to for me to put that specific series in any sort of order because they're mm-hmm. they're just all so good. I thought I didn't like two, but I recently replayed it and it was a great time. I'm like, "Oh, there's that maze with the vine plant." It was, it was actually really fun because it's it's not like a maze, it's more like, you know, don't step on the thing. Anyway, that's not 91 or Space Quest 4, no. right? So But that would be a great episode idea, Paul. We'll consider yeah. that in the future. <laughs> this episode is now on 1987, I decided. All right. <laughs> uh <laughs> I hope that's the right year. It'd be cool if I sounded, you know, uh, 
as I should on these these things that, that we talk about. So anyway, you know, yeah. Yeah. No, I see a thing. I went like, okay, so when we decided this was going to be the episode topic tonight, and I'm sure we decided a long time ago and have been researching it heavily ever since. But anyways, in the meantime, I have pulled down all the big boxes of games that I have found to be done in that year. And I've got Space Quest 4, Police Quest 3, Larry 5, Willie Beamish, and uh, Conquest of the Longbow. And I've noticed that there are all these big, beautiful, thick, chunky boxes. And, and to me, it's sort of like when they shifted from text games to point and click or parser games to point and click, they switched as well to these big, chunky boxes which I never really thought about it till I, I started pulling them all down because I, I didn't play them in order and, and I didn't make a lot of those connections. Yeah, no, that's a really good observation. It really is because, yeah, I was thinking all the, all the SCI Zero games like Space Quest 3, they were all like the, the skinny ones. Yeah, it's, I wonder if it was 90 or 91 that the actual transition happened, but it doesn't matter because, mm. you know, we know now that that's, yeah, 91 was, was the, the age of the big, big chunky, chunky boxes. Well, we King's should... Quest V is a big chunky box, and that was done in 90, and then King's Quest VI was as well. So I'm guessing sort of the real transition year was probably 90. Did we talk about 90 before? 90 was probably uh, mm, a good year, too. But Yeah, well, now, yeah. now we're doing 1990. We decided this is a trip through the years. <laughs> but no, these, these are big, beautiful, chunky boxes. And, and, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with this kind of era, being that you know, it's funny, in Space Quest, I was perfectly fine with point and click because it's the first one I played. But with, say, King's Quest or, or Leisure Suit Larry, I was mad that it was point and click because I wanted it to be a parser, which is a bit silly now that I'm realizing they came out in the same year. I was being rather unfair. Same, Willie Beamish. I'm holding on to Willie Beamish. Big chunky game, right? Came out in uh, 1991, point and click. I never had a problem with that. So maybe I was just being a bitch. I don't know. Yeah, well, fair enough. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's possible. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking we should do we should do like a well, actually, not not we you you should do like big box ASMR where you just like you know gently glide your fingers across it while <laughs> whispering its definition to people because apparently that's oh, you know. that's true. Let me just slide it open. Hey, can y'all hear this? That's longbow. <laughs> Hang on, I'm just gonna take off the cover. <laughs> this episode is this this is the patreon special hold on sliding discs around here those oh these are some nice big floppies man i tell you nine men morris board who wants to play some nine men's morris let's go it's a beautiful thing all right rick, back rick to the episode <laughs> rick left us alone and we just immediately sexualized big boxes that's which is funny because on on the sexy episode we like did the opposite of making it sexy <laughs> and when you were sliding the box in and out i was like i don't know if we can do that on air right that's just i don't like, know that's just a bit much not on yeah. old-timey computer radio <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, like I said, big, big sweet boxes, big change in, in the games happening. Although, you know, funny enough, the, uh, the Heart of China, that's a Dynamics. <laughs> yes, that yeah, is the correct a, pronunciation. 
Of course it is. It's nothing to do with the blender. But yeah, it's it's a beautiful box, but it's it's a skinny <laughs> box. And I have this the Spellcasting 201, which also came out in that year. And it's slightly thicker than the Heart of China box, but not quite as thick as your Sierra boxes. So it was really an inconsistent year. Uh, collectors must have been having, you know, the sweats being like, oh, my God, how do I organize this now? Do I organize it by size? Do I organize it by collection? Like... Or maybe that, that's just a thing now because we collect now. And I actually do think about that sort of thing. Yeah, the year, the engine. Ooh, <laughs> mm-hmm. That's, that's oh. the, the connoisseur level. <laughs> Man, <laughs> or, uh, that's like your level. level <laughs> <laughs> it's beyond me. I love it. <laughs> um, I mean, I imagine the listeners by now still listen because they already know it's 90% adventure at least. So, but, you know, that's just... Just in case, there's some really big non-adventure games. So, uh, look, I'm just doing what Rick would do if he was here, all right? I don't want right. to do this. I didn't even want to search it, but I did, <laughs> and it's fine. The list is wow. great. So I'm going to say some games at you guys now. So, so you, you, you know, sometimes we click on videos or listen to things just to make sure they said the thing we wanted to hear. This is me doing mm-hmm. that now, right? We got Zelda, The Legend of. <laughs> you know, that's actually... I wasn't prepared a- for that to be backwards online. Sorry. <laughs> That wasn't like a link to the past was my favorite, but I like that it was the beginning of what became, you know, those things. Yeah, probably right. That's what I would yeah. say if I knew really <laughs> what was going on with Zelda. <laughs> yeah, that's that's all I know. I wanted to sound like I knew what I was talking about, and well, I just fucked that up too. So okay, you know, it had a gold cartridge, and as a kid, that was mm. just. Everything so was cool. downhill from there. The cartridge was great, and then I plugged it in and was like, "Oh yeah, it's a, it's one of these. They're fine. <laughs> I, I don't not like it. Honestly, I've not played it enough to say. Oh, look, I'm I'm backtracking now because I just I just came close to shitting on a beloved classic game, <laughs> and I shouldn't because I've never even played it, and that's not fair. I'm a dick. I'm sorry. I didn't uh, I didn't mean we've to. We've shit on a lot of things other people wouldn't agree with. I'm just surprised that our emails aren't more aggressive that people send us. To be honest. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm thanks, not guys. trying to give anybody ideas, so thank you for being, you know, stand-up. Yeah, don't, don't start now. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually quite sensitive. <laughs> a little. <laughs> Please we don't all are. Me. A little um, bit. We, we got Street Fighter 2. I did play this game a lot for, like, one summer. Mm-hmm. I, I, had, mm-hmm. I, had a, I had a friend come over. I think he, actually, I know he was using me, but I didn't know it at the time. He was, like, three grades older <laughs> oh, than no. me, so I signed up for it. It's like, oh, well, you know, I'm hanging out with the cool kid. He was just using me for the Nintendo, and I had a wrestling bed, like a wrestling ring, and he would he mm-hmm. would sit on it and chew on the ropes when he played, and I was always too much of a coward to ask him to please stop chewing on my bed. Yeah, like, don't do that, man, but you're like, but you're so cool. I've thought about that, like, I've done that for people, too, especially when you know them at first, and they're new, and say they're really older, good-looking, you know, I get it. Yeah, yeah, we're As both, a kid, yeah. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, as a kid. <laughs> I mean, of course. I mean, we would never do something like that now. No. False idols. and No, no, none of that. We're, sm- yeah. we're, we're uh, much smarter now. Hmm. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, mm. this is an oblig- obligatory list here. Final Fantasy IV, I-, I hear it doesn't get good till 7 or maybe 9. Uh, this is not uh, my actually territory. Actually, 6. I'm playing 6 right now. 6 is amazing. I just got Gao, you know. It's really good. I mean, you yeah. don't know, so I'm just I'm saying something that's above your head to sound smart. But I'm out in the veldt, and I and I'm you know, getting his rages going. It's it's all good. Y'all know what I'm talking about. It's a good game. 
I'm going to have fun editing this and hearing myself back there because I just panicked and went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I know. Oh, I know totally. The, like, yeah. every time I play it, I totally love him. Gao, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I got I to go back to Street Fighter real quick because I do have something oh, yeah. to say about a non-adventure game that, that I, I'm, I was so not born to play other genres that all I would do in Street Fighter all summer was just pick Blanca and, and just mash the B <laughs> yeah, button. Electrify everybody. Because yeah, you didn't have to learn anything. You could just mash that exactly. and it was fine. It, really so. fast. So you could have just done like Ken or whatever and just been like the downside hit, just shoot things. It's a pretty easy one. Yeah, like left down B or something, right? Yeah, it's like a fluid thumb yeah. movement. I remember that. Exactly. Is that um, the one with Chun-Li, too? Isn't that Chun-Li? Yeah, she just hits, or she just kicks. That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that was my favorite, because you just could sit there. Actually, Blanca versus her was a, f- a really hard fight, because she's trying to just do her kick move, and he's sitting there electrifying her every time she does it, but she's a little bit faster, so she can come in behind him while he's... And he goes all like, cuckoo, cuckoo, really easy, right, too, so... Yeah. That, that, those two are solid against each other, actually, because I find the two of them to be m- kind of cheat characters, if I do say so myself. Right, that well, somebody it's... with real skill can kick the asses of, by the way. Well, at some point you did lose me as far as remembering and knowing more than I do, but I'd like to think I <laughs> fought the good fight and really, yeah. <laughs> you did good. You did good, man. I just, I have boys, so I still play this like I actually, well, I have it, so I play it. That's, yeah, <laughs> as one would, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, oh, God, there's still a lot of big non-adventure ones. Jesus. All right, far, battle, are we gonna, Battletoads. Are we, yeah, hurry up, otherwise we won't have time for all these lovely adventure games. I've never really played Battletoads. So. The, the sixth title for this episode will be our non-adventure game extravaganza. We finally talked about <laughs> the other ones. After all right, uh, Battletoads, that's great. A lot of people love that. I've, that one I've never played ever. Uh, mm. So, uh, I don't know. What, do you have an opinion on it? No. Great, fantastic, thank God. Um, <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog is... That, oh, no, I mean, okay. you know, so that's fun. Sonic's in a special tier of games where, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, five games that gamers or people that just don't play games have played. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, yeah. Sonic, Mario, Tetris, and, like, yeah. you, you can make up two more. It's fine. I left, I left I, them I open for your imagination. like Sonic. I still have Sonic. I have all the Sonics. I like all the Sonics. They're good. And there's adaptions, too, if you want to get Sonic for your Android. You can have Sonic everywhere you go. Yeah, exactly. He's your buddy now. Yeah. Yeah. It's great for, for a bowel movement. Just, you know, sit down, take five, mm-hmm. remember something fun, and be done with it. Exactly. Spin, 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 and go. Yeah. Ugh, none of us clean our phones enough. No, anyway, all right. All. We, got, <laughs> we got Super Castlevania. We got Another World. <laughs> We did an episode on that, so, you know, check that out. You can tell I just cut that in editing-wise, I'm sure. <laughs> it's fine, it's fine. We could break the fourth wall when Rick's not here. What about Police Quest 3? That came out in that year, too, because that, that was an entirely different... It was, like, it was photorealistic. I was just like, what the hell is happening? I'm looking at the back of the box, and I'm just like, is this TV I'm watching? Dude. I came around on that game for sure. Like I, I was a little standoffish about the art at first, but I think I, I had to one play it again and two keep in mind that like the, it w- it was a realism thing at the time. But now now just from a mm-hmm. pixel art point of view, it's it's really good. Like it, it, it is. it's it's got a 
almost like digitally rendered kind of look to it. Mm-hmm. Um, which, yeah, I was it, mad at it too. I was like, oh no, it's not number two. But you know, or it, it was like it was different enough that I was bothered at first, and then like the the driving and how it was set up was a little bit off. But now now I appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, I can I can appreciate the realism. That being said, I appreciate it, but I don't like it in the sense that mm-hmm. I it's the only Sierra game with an EGA counterpart that I prefer the mm-hmm. EGA for sure. The EGA <laughs> looks awesome. That's it's funny just, that it even exists. Like that's even a thing. You know, yeah, there's me. you know there's a couple of them like like Space Quest Four for for example and and um, mm-hmm. uh, Longbow, uh, Willie Beamish. There's a couple of them where they it's it's not just like a driver for EGA like um, like Dagger Vom and Roth is an example where like it'll say VGA or EGA but the EGA is just a driver mm-hmm. so it's like a digital downscale and it's terrible. Mm-hmm. By, by default, by inherently, but the, but there's those few that I just named, including Police Quest Three, where they actually you know hired their art team to to spend hours drawing every screen in sixteen color, and it's wow. it's incredible how bad they mostly all like Space Quest Four is just the worst. It it's not it's not something so, you would play now given the choice. But Police Quest Three, they brought back like for me, it's like they brought back all the. Um, Cayennes and and magenta mm-hmm. maybe not magentas but like the the city like it just feels like Police Quest it feels more like Police Quest like or or at least like Police Quest two no Police Quest because the you know they they were such a vibrant and highly saturated colorful beautiful games the first two so the the realism for me just and like it I prefer it with the bloody yeah uh, EGA palette. So. Yeah, I was going to say, what's the difference between, okay, I'm just looking at my Space Quest 4. It says required, it is VGA or MCGA. What is that? So I, I guess, know CGA, but what's MCGA? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what MCGA is. I'm, I'm guessing it's some sort of like CGA, but like, you know, with an M. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, well, that's what I come to you for, Paul. Yeah, that's you know that's the hot, the hot scoop on that. It's uh, well, what they've Cause, done cause, there. Because <laughs> if I look at Conquest of the Longbow, it is simply VGA in giant letters, and that is it. It doesn't say anything else. Right. Okay. And so that's the that's one of the ones that has its own EGA counterpart. So that makes sense. So mm-hmm. I guess a good way to think of it with the Sierra games would be in this era, of course, the the SCI one, I guess, era onwards if it says vga and ega on the sticker then then it's vga and it has a driver for ega but if it's just one or the other then it means there's a counterpart like uh dr mm-hmm. brain goblins bloody yeah there's uh it's funny i thought goblins came out later like in my head i had it placed as like 94 because i didn't come across that game until so much later right yeah same here yeah i came mm-hmm. across I, I only ever played it on a demo it was just so hard it's so hard when I'm like, people are like, it's not that hard. I'm like, no, you are smarter than me. I bet you can play Populous and like, uh, I don't know, Life and, or what was it? Uh, Afterlife. Yeah. Afterlife. Yeah. All yeah, of those exactly. games that I've never quite been able to figure out because I don't think I'm smart enough. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to do the homework a lot of times with no. that kind of stuff. Speaking of homework, I It already I forgot... looks like homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I forgot one... One non-adventure one I wanted to name, which is uh, hmm. Civilization. Speaking of homework. So right. th- there we go. I just oh, wanted yeah. to say all the big ones. Oh, Civilization. Hold on. I'm going to grab my big box for that, too. One sec. Okay. I'm going to keep saying words to everybody. So 
next we're gonna we're gonna talk about the the lesser the the not Sierra LucasArts ones. Oh wait, why am I saying this? She's not here to know that that's the new game plan. You can see it. This is this civilization has a big beefy micro prose book, 128 pages for to start helping you understand how to play this game. Like that is an instruction book. I respect that. Yeah, that's back to that homework thing that got us here. It's uh, it's not for me, you know. It's yeah. Well, there you go. There's the official sound of Civilization. So that's you know. Well, I played Civilization one when I was a kid, and my dad introduced it to me, and I loved it because it had the little square icons and it had the number of moves in each thing, and I I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And then he brought home two, and it completely changed the layout, and I was so mad at the time. So I played it, and then um, and then my parents got me. Uh, I think it was Heroes of Might and Magic or something like that. And I got them confused because of the move between the two, and I couldn't figure out the difference. So for years, I was on the hunt for Civilization One, but everybody kept telling me, no, no, you're talking about Heroes of Might and Magic, because it was kind of like the same move structure. But obviously, I have that sorted now. So. Oh, very nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I actually played Civilization when it was new. I think, like, literally... 93 which i'm in canada so like that's practically new for a 1991 game and and i love love loved it so much so there's just there's a certain like i know three is better and a lot of people are big on three and and three is played the most in this house hot seat and everything else but one hits me in the sweet spot of nostalgia thank you for bringing it up yeah no that was would i do it again i don't know (laughs) (laughs) Uh, all right, all right. Also, okay, I was mad at Larry 5 too And I've said that on the show before I was mad at Larry 5 because it wasn't Larry 4 And then I got codenamed Iceman And then I got Larry 5 And I was like, fuck both of you right now I was so mad And I felt like Larry 5 pulled the whole like What is a paladin on me? I'm just like, oh my god, yes, I'll save my game Oh my god, yes, I know how to do that Like, would you please stop? And no offense, like, I appreciate the game now I know this is another episode entirely But back then I was kind of mad at 5 yeah, I'm still not a fan of of five. I just played it like a few months ago, and it's uh, it, yeah, it doesn't. It's a, you you don't get any real gratification. There's no like challenge or no, no, nothing you really over. You just kind of you just kind of do what it says, I guess. And I don't know. I, I just wouldn't say not a fan. I I did have I did have fun because ultimately I just don't finish stuff if I don't like it. But yeah, it was it was a huge drop from three. I should have liked it more because you got to play as Patty as well. Right. So I would have been like, oh, yeah, totally into that. So I was kind of surprised I wasn't more into it. And that cool graphics like the 90s stylization and stuff is great. So I'm, I'm a lot more forgiving on it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm torn on that. I, I do like its campiness, though. But yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I played two, three and five back to back like a year ago. And three was just the best. Mm-hmm. So when you get to five, it's um, it's just yeah. it's really different. It's it's almost it like is. a different series. It it is like I said. I just I remember being mad, but not mad enough to like not play it and finish it. Because I'm like, there's still hot chicks. Like it's still Leisure Suit Larry and everything. And I was fine. I was just like, hmm. But then you get over it. So. <laughs> Which again is totally unfair. Because again with Space Quest, I didn't get mad at Space Quest Four for being a point and click. There was no reason. But I'm like, well, there's Gary Owen. So how can I really get mad anyway? Yeah, you know, you reminded me of a point I meant to bring up earlier, where you had said that you shouldn't you shouldn't get mad at it for being being a point and click and not a parser at the time, and that it might have it was going to maybe be 
No, maybe just. Did you say you were disappointed that it wasn't a parser, or that it was? It no, that it been. wasn't a parser. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I was, the, I was like always like, hey, why aren't you parser anymore, and why isn't everything in DOS anymore? I guess I've always been nostalgic, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough. Yeah. No, because it reminded me the the whole. I'm sure a lot of listeners know this by now, so we can breeze through it. But the whole thing where Space Quest Four was was potentially kind of supposed to be in parser and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, I didn't some, know some, that. Hmm. Some things went down where I, I think apparently this is uh, I'm getting this from the Sierra Adventure by Sean Mills, which you should definitely mm-hmm. go pick up for shorts. It's bloody, it's amazing. Um, but but the mm-hmm. story was like you know they were asked if they wanted to do it in parser or, or point and click, and I think it was kind of a bluff because hmm. they they picked parser and then were later more told it was going to be point and click. And and again, uh, I, I don't remember who, you know, the horse's mouth, let's say, from, from that story, but uh, but apparently it's how it went down, and, and to the point where I think they had begun work on it. So, like, somewhere there's, you know, at least a rough bait of, of four with a parser, which which would be awesome, because I, I do put, I personally rank three and five above four, so I wouldn't mm-hmm. mind kind of messing around with it and seeing it in parser to maybe make it number one on this kind of thing but i also know it's yeah. like super beloved to to so many and for good reason so it's probably best left alone mm-hmm. but personally i probably like a parser version that'd be cool yeah i would totally like a parser version i'd like i don't even know why i was mad about it now either i'm like oh yeah make sure my games are harder because apparently that's a good thing but like legit i felt that way i was just like oh now it's so easy and i'm so mad i'm like am i that smart no but that's how i felt yeah, uh, well, let me ask you, if, if you could have Space Quest Four as only a parser or a point-and-click, would you gamble and say parser, or would you stick with a point-and-click? Oh, man, to have a parser and have it with hand-painted VGA graphics, that would be a dream. That's a, that's a really good point. You never got, we never got to see a parser with, with those graphics, too. Yeah, it goes the same. Mm-hmm. But again, we're, we're biased to the parsers. <laughs> Yeah, but again, yeah, why Why do I always prefer, why did I fight to still work in DOS even in Windows 7, right? I mean, what is it about it being more complicated that makes it attractive to me? Even now as a grown-up where I'm sitting there going, oh my god, this game is so hard and I can't even get through it and I need a walkthrough. Like, why am I still holding on to that idea? But I am. <laughs> You're plucky. You got the idea. <laughs> 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 But since we're in the Sierra run, right, Conquest of the Longbow, you've got another big, thick, beautiful box. You've got board games. You've got uh, all sorts of things going on. Christy Marks, who, of course, did Gem, which, as I've mentioned before, I had no idea was the same person when I was a kid. So that's a really great example of, of some beautiful graphics for the time period. Yeah, that game's amazing. I, I, I'm not sure it's possible to not like it. Mm-hmm. Like I think, worse, like the best you could do is is oversell it too much by accident, like I'm borderline doing now, and then have the person be like, "Yeah, it was fine," but like it's not. I don't think anybody could play it and be like, that "I didn't like it actively." I actively took a stance to not like it. It's impossible. It's it's such a. I don't know. It's it's there's a lot going on and it's kind of complex, but it also feels really breezy. Like you know, mm-hmm. you just you just doing your thing. Like I never really felt super stuck. The Ninesman Morris thing was really cool because it's like the epitome of gaming from that time. And what, you know, reason we're all excited for Chinatown Detective Agency in the sense that it's going to make you look up in real life. Like, I kind of liked having to learn a really obscure, old, outdated game to beat the game. Like, it was, it was charming. 
It wasn't like mm-hmm. poker in, in, in Police Quest, let's say, which, ugh, I, like, I just, I'm not a card game person, and, and I think people that are aren't even a fan of that kind of stuff. But, like, the fact that it was, like, you know, this old historical game that did exist, and, you, you like, you had to learn it from the manual in the box, mm-hmm. of course, or, or Google it if you don't have the box. That was really cool. <laughs> like, it, it was a lot of work, but I felt really good at the end. I'm like, I learned nine men's Morrises for whatever and, and beat, you know, the part in this game. So, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. It, it does feel good to learn board games or any kind of games in another game. And plus, you know what? This game was cool, too, because I remember it let you adjust how hard the arcade sequences were. So, I mean, knowing me who complains about, you know, games that are point and click being too easy, I think I probably adjusted it to make it easier because it's a different kind of easy and not the kind I want. I don't know why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now that makes sense. It does. In regards to the arcade sequences too, where it's like, you know, not always in the mood for that when you're playing an adventure. Like I, I think mm-hmm. they should be in adventure games if the designer wants them in there, but the designer mm-hmm. should probably let you either skip it or, or virtually skip it by making it mm-hmm. elementary easy. Especially if it doesn't make a difference in the outcome of the game. It's just like to get from here to there. Like even in Dune, I'm playing Dune right now. You get to look at the pretty scenery, but unless you're looking for a new siege and you don't know exactly where you're going or you're doing something specific, you can just like skip to location. Great. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the Longbows, that's a really good game. One day we should probably consider doing an episode on it. So I'll I'll cut Mm -hmm. it there because that that would be a good one for us to, to cover. It's, uh, yeah, it's, that one, yeah. and then, that's a good game. And, and then Willie Beamish, like, I think we might have brought that one up before on the show, but another big, thick, chunky box that came out in that year. And, and with that, like, that year was really big on the cartoon stylization. It seems like that was pretty standard across the board, just about with anybody, any company by this time. Yeah, and what's also weird is we were talking pre-show, like, if if any of the games this year were kind of like sexy or not, and and like mm-hmm. sincerely, Willie Beamish popped out as me as being the sexy game, just because <laughs> there's so many weird and inappropriate things going on in it. But mm-hmm. uh, and yet just... you see it and you're like, oh, here's a kids game, right? There's a kid <laughs> on the front. Like here you go, son. Oh, thanks. Why 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 is it that all of a sudden you're you're repeating the word horny all the time? It's not. It's just the name of a frog. Like come on. <laughs> yeah. Why is our sister, who's like a complete ten, standing inside of the bathtub with suds just in the right places? Or yeah. you know. how come you keep walking in on your sister now? I mean, it's really inappropriate. It's just a thing you do. Sometimes you need stuff for her to continue a quest, and she might happen to be in the shower. Like what? Yeah, exactly. Like why? Why does the nurse have several artistic renditions of her breasts, depending on what console you play it on or game? And they're they're just cartoonish and yeah, there's a that's a yeah, you've all probably heard it before. It's a weird it's a weird one. Um <laughs> We're we're getting shit from Rick right now who's messaging us. <laughs> hey, I think I heard uh, along the line that we have a special guest to come on our episode tonight. Is there any special guests out there in the wide, wide world that would like to join us? Because I think we hit the end of most of our big box game talks. Is that what you guys were talking about today? Sorry, I just came in right at the end there. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you made it. And yes, we were talking about 1991, which was up against 1988, but 1991 won. Oh, okay. Um, what came out in 1991? Well, you'll have to listen to find out. <laughs> Sorry. 
let's let's just let's just do this whole thing over again. Oh, like it. start over because I, I I missed. Welcome it back to the CGG podcast. <laughs> I, I was subtly waiting in the green room. Uh, I came in just in time to hear you talk about the uh, uh, about the uh, parser and pointer and point and click in Leisure Suit Larry. Mm. And uh, Paul was mm-hmm. acting like he'd never heard you say that before, even though I'm pretty sure you've mentioned that, like, uh. every single episode <laughs> for the past year. <laughs> I was in character. <laughs> now, b- before I forget, to, to, keep, to, get, to keep you, Jesus Christ, that was a train wreck, to catch you up to date, maybe, if that's a working sentence, we, mm-hmm. we were just going to cover, we were going to cover, like, the non-Sierra games, which um, mm-hmm. would... Well, hold on. Actually, sorry. Before that, we we didn't mention Echo Quest, which is probably pronounced Eco Quest, but ooh, I don't like saying it like that. Um, you don't. That's like a great game. Eco Quest. On the other way around, I I, I instinctively call it Eco Quest, but yeah, the, me um, too. The talky, the talky version calls it Echo Quest. Oh, good. Weird. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm on the side of the talky. I feel like Eco. Like I don't, I don't know. It's a weird, slimy little word. Now that I think that, I don't even know why. <laughs> They like how they brought it up. Like you know, how did they bring up the their own title? But I do remember um, listening to it. Yeah, really. And um, mm-hmm. they said something Welcome echo to Eco Quest. Yeah, Echo Quest. Hmm. And they pronounced it echo. So I'm like, oh crap, that's that's not how you're supposed to say that. Okay, good. All right. Now, now I just have to hear somebody from a Dynamics game call it that, <laughs> and I can rest <laughs> easy. Nobody has, including Ken oh, Williams. Oh man, I so would love sorry. that so much. <laughs> nope. Yeah, nope. why you gotta bring up old stuff? <laughs> well, non- well, this is still. I mean, in Sierra Two, we do have the Heart of China, though. Before you move on, because it is a beautiful game. It comes with beautiful documentation. It is a. It is a difficult game. All right. So let's go through the non-Sierra ones uh, games. Excluding LucasArts, because we're going to save Monkey Island 2 for the end here. Um, mm-hmm. So for Nuncio, there's actually kind of a lot. This was a big year for, for the other guys, the, the not Lucas here bunch. We have Sherlock Holmes um, and the, what is it, Serrated Scalpel, I think it was. Oh, uh, that's Google's when they started not, coming out. Okay. Yeah, Google's not showing me the bloody uh, whole name. But uh, yeah, I think it's... No, actually, I'm sorry. I'm glad I clicked on that. Okay, this is Consulting Detective. So I, I don't know anything about this game. We'll just move on. Serrated Scalpel is a beautiful game, um, but this is not that. Uh, <laughs> that sounded like Borat by accident. This is not that. <laughs> I shouldn't have done that. it a second time. Yeah, it's no. regrettable. A couple of seconds of yeah. this show. But um, we've also got Fascination, which <laughs> just I... Just those. <laughs> <laughs> we got... We got Fascination, which we talked a little bit about before. If it triggers any memories, it was a game I mentioned that was unfair, mm-hmm. and I want to like it, but the, the puzzles mm-hmm. and everything are kind of just really ridiculous. But I I would say, if anybody's thinking about it, it's it's kind of, it's okay. It's not like a super solid story, but it's not bad either, and it's it's kind of fun. Just use a walkthrough, because it's... it's if you've played Discworld, it's kind of close to that, like just just nonsense puzzles. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's fun because it's like a sexy adult spy thriller, and it's mm-hmm. there's Very not a French. lot of like adult. Yes, yeah, and it was made by <laughs> I think Cocktail, right? It was made by a French mm-hmm. company. Yeah, it was Goblins people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like there's not many like adult uh, games that are like serious in it, with adventure at least because right like larry and larry 
<laughs> the only other adult one I can think of is a comedy, so it's you know it's 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 a mature game, but it's not that good. It's fine. Anyway, we got Less Manly Lost in L.A., which you guys did not talk about because this is the sequel. Um, we talked about it in but, passing, like just very briefly. Can... Like uh, we mostly talked about um, uh, Search for the King because it's sort of the uh, uh, I can't remember what's. Was that EGA or VGA or somewhere in between? I think that that was a little bit more of a complicated thing than it really should have been. But um, uh, it was a parser game anyways. I, I played a little bit of it. Like, I didn't play it all the way through, but I played a little bit of it. I uh, It's a really hated game that I didn't hate that mm-hmm. much from what I played. Mm-hmm. It's pretty. It almost, like, the, the big full color, like, the beginning scene almost reminds me of Freddy Farkas just a little bit in the colorings and how the soft backgrounds are and stuff. I can see that. No. I'm looking at a Wax yeah. Museum screenshot, and it's got a yeah. Farkas vibe. It does, it totally. But, like, when you actually get into the game, it's nothing like that. It's, like, mildly FMV-like, but not really. It's it's kind of like a cross between Police Quest Three and Gabriel Knight, I guess, if you were to look at it. It doesn't look like they're really committed to a style. Honestly, no. it's like a little... <laughs> <laughs> but I had yeah. no idea the first one again that's not 91 but whatever I had no idea mm-hmm. that was a parser game it makes me want to play it a lot more mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not <laughs> go do it share your dreams around you can do it this this really is the, the sort of the year of the starting with photorealism even looking at like Alice an interactive museum which is not something I played then but it, it's literally a visual novel point and click kind of a game so it's really a, a change yeah you're right it's, it's kind of in between a little bit I feel like the, the like Heart of China kind of has a similar vibe I don't know I, I need to play it before I say that well alright <laughs> so we're, we're almost through right here because we, we got Martian Miranda which is Tex Murphy game Anna you've played that right probably mm-hmm. Memorandum, yeah that's I another great pronounced. game Oh, yeah, thank Martian you. Memorandum, yeah. Um, Sorry, have, I feel like an asshole. I like just get here and all I'm doing is correcting you for everything that you say. <laughs> well, there's a lot to correct. <laughs> 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 all right, we've got one, we got one more. It, 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 did you want to say anything about uh, the Tex Murphy game? No. Uh, it, it wasn't <laughs> Under a Killing Moon was my first Tex Murphy game, so I played them out of order. Played Mean Streets. Yeah for like all of about two minutes but um i always mm-hmm. wanted to because that's one of the games that we came across at a certain time when we just didn't have the computer good enough to run it mm-hmm. well mean streets was like a little bit different even in like how you would control your character and stuff this this one martian memorandum was a lot more like straightforward yeah i've only played killing moon i played mean streets for a few minutes too because i was struggling to get it to work and then i did so i mm-hmm. stopped that whole song and dance we all seem to do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I, w- I really want to play the Pandora Directive next as far as the Tex Murphy game because it's. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like people say that's the, uh, unanimously maybe the best. Yeah, I haven't like played I, that one yet either. I really want to. We should do that sometime. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, we got we only got one more non non big companies. We got uh, Cruise for a Corpse, which speaking of games I've been wanting to play for a long time, that's mm-hmm. that is one of them because it. it Looks awesome. I really like the doesn't it the art in this game. I like the, you know it's 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 a murder mystery. I mean those are just I I'm not sure I'll ever get sick of that particular genre. Like it's maybe it's just not enough of it that it's worn me down. But they're just always great. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, gotta love games on ships. I love games on ships. Actually, looking at a screenshot I've not seen before, it looks horrible. <laughs> Some of them do look. It's it's kind of like it's like a rounded another world with more cartoony backgrounds. Wait, which one? Is but it's like it's similar. Uh, cruise for a corpse. Hmm. Yeah, some of them, like the one where he's facing the camera head on. It just it looks like bad three D, but it's not. Hmm. Well, that's weird. Yeah, I'm I've, seeing that. I've always heard of this game, and mm-hmm. uh, I, I was not expecting it to look like this. Yeah, me neither. Hmm. I must have just had the straight wrong visuals in my head because I just said it was a beautiful game, but this is not what I remember. It's not. Agreed, yeah. It's really weird looking. Well, it's different. I mean, I do want to play it less now, but... (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to us learning on the show live right here. Yeah, we're growing. Um, All right, well, that's it. So let's cover Monkey Island 2 real quick. Um, Because especially with the best of years that we do, it's hard to give them enough spotlight and, and coverage because you know, they typically just have one one game a year if that um you know whereas you know, sierra's usually got like three or four so we can bang on about that for a while but they only got one and it's you know one of the the greatest adventure games of all time it's 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 uh it's i'm not sure i don't think i said this on air but when you google just just 1991 video games and leave the the adventure word out it's the only representation mm-hmm. of adventure games in <laughs> google's list it's like zelda mm-hmm. you know all these you know sonic all these powerhouses and and then the of course monkey island which is nice to see it get the respect it deserves but but yeah i mean it's, it's monkey an awesome island game. oh gee man i'm so glad it's finally getting the respect it deserves yeah, well, yeah, I, I mean, in in the world of of regular video games, like outside of adventure games, it's like, I guess what I'm tra- really trying to say is, it's kind of amazing that the the biggest adventure game of all time just barely gets a, a nod when when mm-hmm. the internet's talking about Sonic and Zelda and Final Fantasy and stuff like that. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. all right, well, you know, we'll finally mention a, a adventure game, but only because it's Monkey Island, like your goddamn best one. Otherwise, we're not talking about them. <laughs> well, it was nice. You know, it was it was true to one. I mean, it followed the same format. You kind of knew what you were getting into it. I mean, Lucas was really good at that sort of thing anyways. A little bit of consistency, you know, at least between one and two. Yeah, yeah. And our, our previous guest, uh, Kaiju, said it, said it really well where they were like, I just can't pick between the two, so I'm just going to list them as a whole, which I, you know, always try and ham fist you with Space Quest as a series, but, but I, yeah, you me know, too I, with Quest for Glory every time. I'm like, what's your yeah. favorite? All of them in the order yes. they came out. So, yeah, exactly. And then Monkey Island, especially one and two, they're so complimentary. They they feel it. It was written really smartly that that they left room for a sequel, and then when and then they delivered. Like it's 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 got continuity down better than a lot of games of the time, because a lot of times mm-hmm. they didn't know if there was going to be a sequel. Exactly. Um, you know, I, I know like Space Quest has a, has a total uh, sequel baiting ending. And they were like, yeah, we just mm-hmm. thought we were going to make one. But just in case we did that, it's like, well, thank God, because that worked out actually really well for you guys. But with you know, Monkey Island, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, there was kind of no luck about it. Like, it, it's, it, the two of them play as one really well. Mm-hmm. And, they really do. You know, 
Yeah, it's 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 again. We've it's hard to talk about Monkey Island because it's I don't have any new or original ideas. I I'd love to be controversial and be like I don't like it. You know, it's got or or it's got a lot of problems, but like it just doesn't. No, it's it just a fun. great game, and like I don't know how yeah. to make that fun to listen to. Me just confirming what everybody knows and thinks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like we're not helping if anybody's like, yeah, Lucas Arts was great, but like, yeah, I mean. Yeah, they were they were fine. I think that's why I think that's actually exactly why I like talking about Sierra so much more about LucasArts games because mm-hmm. it's like um you know <laughs> Sierra games are just so like, you know, there's so much good as um and also a lot of flaws whereas LucasArts is so mm-hmm. nicely polished and sort of like, well, okay, well it it's here's what it's about and that's about and it uh, here's what it's about and it does that. And that's all I can really yeah. say about anything yeah. LucasArts, right? You know how everybody says they're great? They are. Like, <laughs> the, the yeah. end. It's kind of like, a, it's really hard to expand because they, they're amazing. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing controversial. You're not warning about, oh, well, you know, th- this game does have a dead end or this, you know, the, the, the deaths and the, I don't know. Yeah, there's not, not a lot of controversy. They're just, they're all just great. The, and Monkey Island 2 is no, no different. So, you know. You've probably played it. <laughs> if you're yeah. listening to this, if show, you're listening I mean, to this podcast, you probably played it. Like, on average, yeah. about 160 of you guys, and I'm sure mm-hmm. that we're at 99 percent that you have. But if you haven't, you know, what's wrong yeah, with you? you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I haven't played Grim Fandango, so I'm not allowed to say stuff. Like I, I've that. actually, right, not, anyway, I've not gotten done. to Monkey Island two yet. Okay, that was only for you to say I wasn't going to sell you out. If you were here the whole episode, I'd probably be, you know. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's all good. Yeah, you, you were that 1% when I said 99% of the listeners <laughs> played it. <laughs> so, Rick, I hear you You are here to share information with us today, or at least a question or a statement. Uh, I actually did get a message from one of our listeners on Patreon. Lester says... Hi, Gilders. Recently just became a Patreon. Glad you contributed to this fun show, so thank you very much. Uh, Previously, you mentioned playing the Dark Half. I don't know anybody who played that PC game besides me. I found it a really good point-and-click horror. There's something about a straight-edge razor that puts you more on edge. I like the story, too. The author hears about these brutal murders similar to his character, George Stark. I thought it was cool how he contacts him subconsciously scribbling on paper with a pencil. This game made me read Stephen King's novel, which is great and goes into more detail. The movie was not as great. Do you think there should have been any other games made based on Stephen King's books? I think The Stand would have been a good one. Oh, man, yeah. Um, yeah the okay. Stand would have been A lot to great. unpack there. Mm-hmm. Um, I did play mm-hmm. The Dark Half. So much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's regarded as one of the worst games, like, adventure games ever. And Really? Uh, apparently, and I, I get where people are coming from. There is a lot about like just the plot holes and the adventure game logic that uh, um, they're valid. The criticisms are valid, but, but I got through the game okay without a walkthrough, and that says something because you hmm. kind of have to be That's pretty. That's saying something. Wow. I'm not saying that that makes it logical. I'm just saying that like, well, I would even I was able to do it so. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't remember any part of it being so obtusely. Oh, I can't. They, there was moon logic, but not enough that I couldn't figure it out. Right? Is um, right. I think there right. was. Everyone picks on the oh, you're supposed to smoke cigarettes, or else you can't write. 
And I'm like, well, I th- I'm pretty sure it tells you at some point. It's so fair. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. But I'm I mean, pretty sure it tells yeah, you. I'm pretty sure if you, like, do something, it says, like, oh, yeah, you should be smoking or mm-hmm. something. And then you're like, oh, well, I picked up some cigarette butts over there. I guess I can smoke that. Exactly. It's like, oh, congratulations. Because it's not going to be authentic. Yeah. Because, like, honestly, he he was drinking and, and doing coke, you know, but at the time. Uh, cigarettes is, is reasonable. Well, I don't think Stephen King that actually was... made the game. No, uh, he never did. He often starred in his stuff, but he didn't make it unless it was the actual mm-hmm. book. So, I've never played the game, so I'm I'm just shouting in with commentary. Although I'm a huge Stephen King fan, I've read all his books. I, I didn't even know that he had a game up until recently. Well, I, I, again, yeah. I I don't think it's Stephen King's game. I think it's just a game based on mm-hmm. the uh, movie that was based on mm-hmm. <laughs> Stephen King's book. That's funny. Right? Yeah, not the not the same. Uh... Or, or, or unlike I have no mouth, where, where Harlan was was mm-hmm. somewhat somewhat involved, I guess it. you could say. Yeah, yeah, he was. That was a, that was a minorly you know educated thing for me to say in that moment. You know, just like <laughs> hey, let's bring up something you know. Well <laughs> but, said. Well said. Yeah, I, for me, I, I played a few minutes of Dark Half, and uh, I, I I I was having fun with it. I, I think again, it was a case of me trying to get it to work, and then once I did, I stopped. It doesn't matter. I, I my point is, I didn't stop because I wasn't having fun. I just had to, for whatever reason, just get off my back. All right, I had to stop playing. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I was I was enjoying it. But anyway, I I watched. Uh, I, Rick shared this this letter with us, you know, in our, in our chat recently. So it inspired me to go rewatch Pushing Up Roses video on it, um, mm. which I highly recommend. And and of course, you know, her channel. She's got a lot of lovely videos on adventure games, um, and she did a video on it. And one of the things she did criticize was the cigarette thing, like, oh, you need a cigarette to to, to be able to write. And you know, she was tongue in cheek, just having fun with it. So you know, I'm not criticizing mm. her or anything. It's just jokes. But for me, I was like, that's that's a really um, to me, it's really logical. Like I, I, yeah, totally. I, for for a writer to to be able to write, if if they're already previously addicted to nicotine, then uh, <laughs> I don't know. Like you just I would go back to nicotine to write the book. I'd be like, you know what, I quit. But if I need to write a book, I'm going to use whatever I got to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'd be on the yeah. docket. Yeah. Something to do mm-hmm. while you stare at the paper. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the thing is, I, I would understand if it was like the most obtuse Everyone gets stuck there for hours, not knowing what to do. But I'm pretty sure that it, you know, as much as it's kind of like um not the most logical puzzle i'm pretty sure it just tells you like oh you don't you can't write unless you're smoking and then you're just like Mm -hmm. oh well it's kind of gross that i just that i'll smoke these cigarette butts that i found on the ground over there but um if they want me to i guess i'll do that so i I don't know if people Mm -hmm. are just sort of like well i'm not gonna smoke those that's gross it's like that's it too because like i i smoked as a teenager and i tell you what there's nothing wrong with those (laughs) so (laughs) yeah so anyways i i had had nothing against i i know that if you break it down if you were to if you were to watch it as a um someone playing a let's play and you just watched that as you would watch a movie then yeah it would be the worst Mm -hmm. thing ever because like none of it makes sense and there's like not even in an irrational way but in an illogical way like you know the police don't really do their jobs or search obvious things and you do like tamper with evidence and all that stuff. Yeah. It, it's pretty, it's laid out as a story really uh, dumbly, I guess. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. uh, but as a game, like I just wasn't even thinking about that. I was just playing through. And, okay. Well, how do I get no. to the next part? And that's all I thought about. Right. And then I get to the next part. I'm like, yeah, I got to the next part. And that's all I think about when I'm playing a game. So, yeah. Actually, that's kind of what I was like during Space Quest Six. To be honest, guys, I was just happy to have another game. 
and I didn't really think about the continuity issues. I just played the game. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's true. That 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 stuff definitely comes later. Just just from beating the same horse enough times mm-hmm. to sound an- analytical. <laughs> so so I guess the main question out of the message is, um, uh, out of all Stephen King's books, which one would you choose to turn into a game? And I I presume it'll be a point and click adventure game, as opposed to just sort of like free mm-hmm. format. But uh, yeah, for an adventure game, which Stephen King book would you want? And it's funny because I was thinking about this question and I'm going to pick, or at least I had picked a book that I think would suit the uh, adventure scenario very well. And that is 112263. Not sure if anybody's actually read this book of his, but it's it's based on a fabricated uh, historical idea of JFK when he was shot. So you're kind of doing an alternative history and you have to keep jumping back into time to solve what happened, to figure out who shot him or maybe even to prevent him from getting shot in the first place. And depending on what you do and what you say and where you go, which is what happens in the book, no spoilers heavily here, but, you know, different stuff will happen. And I I think for a game that would be really fun. Like you've got this time jumping, you've got the historical element, the idea of changing history and and a cool way of, of having a game end in different ways on you as well so Mm. that that would be my choice for sure oh that's ridiculously thoughtful (laughs) (laughs) clearly i I didn't even know about that (laughs) that's such a good book you guys it is such a good book (laughs) i'm I'm satisfied for lester like that is that is the answer (laughs) that i could dream of i guess (laughs) well i just so happen to have read all his books and thought about it all week I actually have read all of his books. I'm such a ridiculous fan. I am. I can't help it. They're all so good. If it bleeds to the Institute, any of the newer stuff, it's, yes, everything, all of it. Wow. And I was going to say the Gunslinger series, but I didn't want to go easy on it. But, like, if I was to think about it, because, you know, and and the movie adaptions haven't been that great, so it's hard to say. But I'm going to stick with my answer. All right, we're gonna we're gonna have to give Anna a water cooler episode where she just can. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I have ideas for so many of his books. I have thought about this before you asked Lester, so I was excited. I have not read many of Stephen King's books. Um, I've seen a bunch of the movies. I I I don't know if it's cheating to base a game on the movie instead of the books. They can they can stray quite a bit from the source material um, (laughs) in some of these movies. I also do wish I could say something just kind of like unconventional, sort of like a little throwable for a loop. But um, uh, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to go with on writing and I don't know how that's going okay. to turn into a game, but I'm just going to say that because I got nothing wow, else. like as a text adventure that teaches you things. Huh? You write it's it's it it becomes a a game where you have to write your own book within it. <laughs> it it's a it, it's a game where you have to learn um, a, a Stephen <laughs> King's way of writing, and you have to smoke cigarettes before you can do anything. <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I, I don't know. You, I'm, I'm just going to go yeah. with I'd like it. I don't know. You could do, uh, you know, Firestarter. It's self-explanatory. You know what? It actually yeah. <laughs> <laughs> use matches on item. <laughs> oh no! Is that is that what it is? Uh, Firestarter. That's really good. <laughs> you said it's self-explanatory, so I'm letting it explain itself. It's essentially, yeah, it's like the same direction you would go with Carrie, right? The the end goal being, you know, where do you find the pig's blood or something? It's just... in, in this case, it's you know, you start a fire. 
<laughs> yeah, you just you start the game with fire, you end a game with the fires. Just, just make all the fires, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it it would actually be, I think, a really cool adventure game because mm-hmm. there's 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 not there's not enough spooky adventure games, like not not enough True. scary adventure games, and and the. the Playing as all the kids as the losers would be mm-hmm. cool because it would you know you could get that kind of uh, maniac mansion kind of vibe you know have have five or six whatever however many losers there are right and and you pick your team and hmm. switch between characters uh, yeah I'd like, I, that's what I'm trying to say I'd like to see like a a Lucasfilm era adaptation of that I, I'm yeah. glad and that it'd be in, a really long game <laughs> I'm glad that in the time that I said it until you explained all that. You clearly put a lot more thought into it than I did. (laughs) (laughs) Together it sounded coherent because I, you know, I needed the (laughs) jumping off point. (laughs) You could totally do, okay, you could do needful things, but like John saw's Blackstone Chronicles. So like you, you get like the static screens and you have to go around and you have to pick objects and you have to understand what person in town they related to and how it affect them and their greed because that's kind of what it's all about anyways. So it would work really well with that object manipulation. Right, right. Wait, it? Uh, no, uh, Needful Things. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that, the one uh, with the store. And then ev- everything in the store is connected to somebody in town who has some sort of like a thing going on and it's all like, you know, they want that because... That that would play out really well. Yeah, I'm stretched pretty thin because I've actually hadn't heard of that until uh, about four minutes ago. <laughs> that's a that's a really good book. That one's worth and and the long walk you could do that. It's one of his Bachman books because you have to keep walking and if you stop walking you die. So like you have to play the game and you have so to figure a out a way to keep sim. walking. Yeah, it's like a walking sim, but if you stop walking you die. Right? That's good. Well, a lot of these write themselves, so that's nice. <laughs> They really do. Yeah. <laughs> they really do write themselves. These are so good. Like honestly, you've I've had fun with this question. I think it, I was I was glad you were able to come on tonight because I would have totally yeah. forgotten to read it. So yay, Rick! How about a point and click Gerald's game? Is Every it- time I hear the name Gerald's game, I, I picture Geraldo, and I don't know why I associate <laughs> the two of them in my head. But like every freaking time. But isn't that story uh, like the entire time she's just like handcuffed to the bed? And that's it. <laughs> yeah, but it's a psychological horror, Again, right? That's, I mean, that's yeah, based on the movie the... that I saw about it. I'm not sure how faithful they remained. It's essentially the same thing. Like, you know, whoops. You know, <laughs> women, they, they, they're trouble sometimes. He's kind of like that. You know, you look at Misery, right? You know, I'm your number one fan. You could make that as a game and you're the guy, you're the author and you're trying to escape and you're trying to write a book. Or that would be a good as, one. Oh, as damn, her... that's a good yeah, book. That yeah, that would totally Yeah, work. that would be really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. How about a point-and-click adventure of misery where you play as Annie? <laughs> and you're like, how do you chop off his leg as a minigame, you know, or whatever? That'd be great. <laughs> not, or, yeah, it's just, you gotta make Arcade sure Arcade sequence. Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's gotta make sure he doesn't just get away. Then you could you could do Cujo, but you're Cujo. Yeah. Sorry, we, we're, we're taking all this, we're taking all the <laughs> choices away from Paul here, so we've kind of left him with nothing. What you got there, Oh, Paul? shit, is it your turn? You go, somehow, Paul, you some somehow, literally, after naming eighty percent of his catalog, have not mentioned the two <laughs> that I would like to okay. name. So we're good. We're good. I, I I got two. One unfortunately is uncreative, and I've had to think of a second, which I just done a second ago. But the the one was was the stand. I, that was going to be my mm-hmm. choice because mm-hmm. it's the only Stephen King book I've ever read, which is weird, right? Because it's biblical. And that's why you've never life. read any further. <laughs> just exhausted yeah exactly not, not that it wasn't good just like it's like you, you read the stand you've read like uh, you, you've done your quota 
for the next five years. Exactly. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I had no more stamina left. It's actually very, for... very relevant right now, right? Because you've got disease, you've got all that stuff. What was? I think it was like an influenza-based thing, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about the timing of it all. But but yeah, it almost that, kills you... the whole entire world population. No big deal. You're yeah. Fine. In, in case that sounds insensitive to the times, uh, you know. Whoops, but, uh, 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 hold on. <laughs> um, maybe, maybe I've been able to take a hard left. I was going to say that it'd be cool to get an apocalyptic game um, that mm-hmm. wasn't, like, cyberpunk or wasn't dystopian. Yeah. yeah. yeah well, it is dystopian, True. I guess. It isn't cyberpunk. I'll stick with that. But, you know, it's, it ha- there's a... You lose some realism with cyberpunk, right? Because we've never lived in it. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you know, it's not... You know, it can be relatable, I'd, I'd imagine more so in, like, Tokyo, but, but yeah, it's just not... Uh, it'd be cool to do that. But anyway, my other choice is going to be um, uh, Stand By Me. I was going to say that right. would be great because you could play... Mul- oh, I won't say it. I will. But you could play multiple characters again, right? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> how, about, how, about a, how about a mashup? It's a Stand By Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, John Lennon is, like, one of the characters in the game. We've got, like, this whole mashup going. That'd be great. Uh, okay. Stand by me fits fits point and click because I, I feel like I could picture like you know, uh, throw in a dash of Willie Beamish, you know him and his friends mm-hmm. palling around, but then throw in you know a dead body and dead body and mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> we we might have mentioned Willie Beamish at some point in the show. Yeah, maybe. Uh, have we <laughs> mentioned that before? Possibly I think that might have come out in '91. I don't know. Um, but no, that's I guess, good. I guess I that honestly, game. I think. I think we could sit here all day just like naming off anything Stephen King and it would probably work because, uh, yeah. you know, they're very story based. And if you want to go a point and click like that, it's, it's hard not to turn a Stephen King story into a point and click. Yeah. You, know, you, yeah. you could do thinner, but your job is right? to try not to get thin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, Shawshank Redemption would be good, too. Yeah, I like Shawshank. Shawshank would be a good one because, you know, you got to befriend, like, critters and... Yeah. It'd be fun. Or imagine just, like, Night Shift. Like, just a a compilation (laughs) of short point-and-click adventure games. Each of its... Each ones are just, like, completely unrelated stories. Oh, that's exciting. That would be so much fun. I would do that. that He did this one (laughs) just after sunset, and then, like, the guy got locked in a porta potty. It was, like, the grossest one ever. The whole whole, uh, story was him trying to escape from a porta potty. That would make a hilarious game. (laughs) Mini game. Yeah. (laughs) Where is this episode going now? I'm sorry, guys. Just this is what Stephen King does to me. I'm now, I'm thinking of, like, big piles of shit and death and murder and mayhem, and I love it. This is great, though. But the Dark Tower, seriously, I'm going back to that again. Imagine having a, a game that was like text-based like Zork, but you wake up on the beach in the first Gunslinger book. I don't. I guess you guys haven't read it, but really, I mean, and then the whole thing is, is looking for... Anyways, it would, it would work really, really well. That's <laughs> my point. I can't. I got to stop now. This is too much. Such a great I, question. Uh, I'm just I'm leaning hard on the fact that there's like specifically two listeners that are as excited about Stephen King as you are, and they're just having the best time right now. <laughs> this is for you guys. Thanks, guys. Props to you. It's support. That's good. All right, I'm good. I feel good about this. I feel good. Unless, oh, what about Pet Cemetery? But you're trying to like bring pets to life. Like, put a little twist on it. You know, it doesn't have to be totally authentic to the book. <laughs> I'm just going to... 
Well, don't be have it like people come to you and they're like, I used to have a dog named Sadie and, you know, he's died and they'll bring him to you and you have to bury them and try to make them come back to life. But it's like a series of elements. You have to direct it. You know, gonna, like, you have to look at rain well, and yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to start playing the outro music at this point in the edit. <laughs> <laughs> just trail us off. Yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious all right all right um no i I don't feel like you're done let's just let's just get it out there you know this is the time this is the time no i'm good i'm good you guys i'm good this was fun i appreciate you could do sell uh so like (laughs) it would be great because (laughs) <laughs> because okay you could do it on the other side of things you have to figure out a the frequency that gets people zombified and then you have to figure out the right kind of music to get the zombies dancing if you've read it you know what i mean so cool it'd be good yeah do you have a button right now saying ask me about christine <laughs> well who doesn't want a game about a car now you've got like a stephen king racing sim game and it'll obviously be better than the movie so and you wouldn't have to try very hard for it to be better than the movie. <laughs> All right. Well, you, like I said, this is the time. We might as well. We, we're, we're already just, we're, we're into this. We're in the Cujo. trenches. Um, I, I can't get. I, <laughs> you have to I figure out, like I said, how not to die of rabies and at the same time murder everybody. And I don't know if you've read the book, but the book had a No, I'm, d- I'm just naming the, them. Uh, the I'm, j- I'm just like trolling right now. I'm just throwing them out there. and like, I'm taking you yeah. so seriously, though. Lisi's story? Come on. And I, I got I got a challenge for you. Can you can you make the shining work as a point and click? Because I can't. Because it, I mean, it's just you're just a guy who's slowly going crazy. How do you depict that? What do you give him to do until like the very end when it's kill your family? Well, I, well, you're in. You're in. Hit, hit your, okay, you go ahead. I was going to say, in this game, you're kind of like, it's all of the characters in the house, and you have to make character progression happen. It's kind of like a, a story. What are they called? The interactive story. Right? Because it's going to happen. He's going to be crazy. You want to hear the lines. You want to see the shit. You want to see the twins in the hallway, visually. I, I, I've only seen the movie, like the Kubrick versions, which I understand is like a complete departure from the actual book. But uh, mm, so the only the thing I can really say is that the uh, the game will consist of you just typing all work and no play over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like typing tutor, but for a very specific. <laughs> it's a very specific. Yeah, focused and, and you have tutor. to. Yeah, the the blood will appear, and you have to type the words as the bloody words appear to make no, the no, bloody words just, disappear. No, no, it's just Mavis Beacon teaches all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. That's, <laughs> that's, it's kind of like uh, the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog, right? It's a good one. I think this just proved my point that it can't be made into a point-and-click <laughs> I'm actually picturing it as a really adorable point and click right now. I think it would work. I really do. If you were you everyone do, but you Jack? Have to, you have to be Jack. You have to slowly go crazy. No, I think you it's, have to you have to play like the the wife and just like try to try to get away from the guy. Oh, Wendy. Yeah. It ba- it basically turns into Phantasmagoria. <laughs> yeah, it would have to. They they said that the lady that played her in that. You it, just described fantastic. <laughs> Pretty much. I wonder um, if the two main actors fell in love and dated. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that did not happen. 
<laughs> oh, what a gross visual. Jeez Louise. Oh, man. Fantastic. Well, that's, that's all games. the time I've got. Apparently not Anna, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, wait. It's like 2.15 in the morning for you, Rick, so, wait, you know. No. No, and I still have. I'm still slightly feverish. So. I can tell you're more fun than usual. <laughs> that is to say, at all, I'm currently a two out of ten. <laughs> okay, can, or, or, can we be done? Or are you? I think it's done. I'm done. Okay, yeah. all right. <laughs> Ooh, the running I understand man. if there's <laughs> children of the corn. Sorry, Paul. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening to the show. That's that's all. That's all she wrote. Uh, come join the discussion. We're a Facebook page and group on Facebook. That's fine. It works. We're you know you're probably tired too from listening. We're all just a little you know ready to be done. So let's keep moving. <laughs> Classic Gamers Guild. On Facebook or a page or a group, come join the bloody conversation. Do it. Um, we're on Instagram and Twitter at CGG Podcast. And send us an email, mail at classicgamersguild.com. Um, if you want us to reply to that same email, but several months later, send it to our Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, speaking of that, thank you very much for being a Patreon if you are. If you're not, you can be. You know, just throwing it out there. Crazier things have happened. But it's, it doesn't matter. We're, we're, we're here, we're doing this, and it's, this, is, this is real back in. This is when I thank the Patreons, which you know, is super important. Thank you, guys. We love you sincerely. And also to those in the extra special thanks tier, um, that would be Una and Gus, Jean-Francois Paget, Jay Holmes, uh, and Mark Fillion. And go check out Chinatown Detective Agency on Steam. Give it a wish list. Um, that's it. That's all we got time for. Leave the podcast a review and smash the like buttons and go wish list all the things. So, don't do murder. Okay, I thought I was going to sneeze. It's passing. Okay, I hate when that happens. Nothing worse than losing a good sneeze. I know, it's like something's taken away from you, and it is the closest thing to an orgasm you can experience in a human body, right? So, (laughs) I've heard said. I mean, it's a thing. I mean, legit. (laughs) I hear tell. Yeah.